You're tuning to Our City Radio on 102.9 and 105.2 FM, also on 87.8 FM in the south of Luxembourg. Uh, and in this last part of the show, I have a guest with me right now. I'm joined with uh, by Anne Simon. Anne Simon. Yeah, or well, Simon. It doesn't yeah, really matter. I, I think I said Simon earlier, but uh, Anne Simon, uh, who is a Luxembourgish theatre director, uh, and you have a production that is taking place at the Théâtre National uh, over the coming coming days. Yes, absolutely. We're going to open um, tomorrow, Saturday, and uh, playing until the fourth of May. And the show is Richard II Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. Um, Yeah, uh, but um, maybe not so classic because it's a big play and we're doing it with uh, two actors and one musician. All right. Uh, before we get on to the production and what people can expect, maybe uh, you could tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and, and your work and how you kind of got to where you are now. Well, uh, yeah, I've been I've been in the Luxembourg Theatre for some time now. Um, I, I don't want to count now. Uh, but some some time, and um, I started in I started in London, and and so when I came back, the theatre scene here, or at least the professional theatre scene here, was not so anglophone, and that has over the last fifteen years really really developed and taken off, and there's a big big demand for English speaking theatre, so that's what the, and the scene has adapted, um, fortunately and fortunately for me as well because it is. It is the language that I do like to to work mm -hmm. in mostly, um, and so so that's great. And yeah, this is my first Shakespeare, astonishingly. And oh, really? Yes, it is. I yeah. did I did like adapt um, last year for another play that's called Midsummer. I did integrate a very very short version of Midsummer Night's Dream, like cut to 15 minutes, and I really found pleasure in in kind of editing that down to 15, like the whole play to 15 minutes. It was very very silly, but um, that's how I found found a pleasure on really working with the with with the bot's text, and it's it's fun. It's just fun to work with and to because you can. It's so well written that you can almost not destroy it mm. really, and that's great. That's great about Shakespeare. Right. Uh, so as you said, the upcoming production is Richard II. Um, and I guess with Shakespeare, you know, uh, he's obviously canonical. He is, you know, Shakespeare. <laughs> But um, his work has been adapted uh, in so many ways. And as you, this is your first Shakespeare. How did you, when you kind of decided to take this on, what was your thought process and how did you decide to kind of present it? The, the thing is that um, I've been um, thinking about the, the, the question of, of power and what power is, what power means today, what in today's society over the last year and a half, quite a lot. And it does come back as a theme in, in all the or most of the plays I, I'm doing and I will continue to do. And and that's why the the question of Richard II came came up because um, historically, of course, he he goes down as a king um, that was well, that wasn't very kingly or wasn't very manly or didn't kind of um, uh, fill fill in to those expectations of what what it means to be a king or what it means to be a man. Um, and I thought that was really interesting in the in the question of of power. But there's also then the 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 misuse of power that he uses because he does get frustrated about it, whatever. And so so the, the misuse of power and and then becoming becoming a tyrant is not maybe the, the right word, but have, having those tyrannical moments uh, because he's insecure, because he can't fulfill a role that society expects him to be. And I think that's very, very close, especially when we talk about uh, masculinity today 
And and so I thought that was really interesting about kind of what what power and gender, how they work together or don't work together in, in and, and how that reflects on our society. And that's why I really wanted to do this play. Um, uh, because because it and and of course it is a history play, um, and it tells the, the historical events. They are slightly complex, so I did cut it down so that we're more reduced to those to those basic themes of power, rather than having to oh so this cousin was in a quarrel with this cousin. Uh, we really cut that down to the bare minimum uh, to keep a sort of a narrative in that, but not to overcomplicate that because just with Shakespeare, with all the names, you get so confused because everybody's like called the same and has about five names and they all, so they all called Harry, but they're not the same person. And then they call the same Harry by five different names. So you get lost anyways. And, um, and, and you need to be familiar with the history of that to get like the if you do it like in a classical uh, and historically correct way. And, and so we opted out of that and just said, OK, what, what, what is the themes that we want to tell in this? And those are really the question of gender and power uh, and the legitimacy of power and governance and what it means to be a leader uh, and the expectations that a society has towards a leader and if they can even be fulfilled at all. And that uh, kind of stripping back and reducing to the bare essential i think seems uh like pretty important to this production you've you've got a very uh, reduced cast um why did i mean why did you decide to narrow it down like that and and how did you achieve that with with this play um the, well the thing was that you know there's always those discussions when you do shakespeare it's usually the cast is too big for today's economical situation right. like you almost no theater can afford to do like to have a cast of 15 people. It's just kind of economic. It's not It's not working. And so there would have been the option of doing like a compromise and we keep like, let's say, five or six players and they all play multiple roles. And I was like, so, but that was all, comp- like, yeah, for me, that was all a compromise. And I was like, well, no, then let's, let's just go and be really radical about it and go this way. And I think that was the right decision because all those constraints that we had made it like something really different, uh, but clearly different. And and that's something I can totally identify with. And it gave me the opportunity as well to uh, to bring other things in, like, like pop cultural references or other text references. Um, so there are quotes in it that are non-Shakespeare quotes that refer to other to other things or really that, that tackle the problem from, from another point of view that just kind of it becomes very, very patchworky. And then there's the music, of course, which plays a big, big, big role that's not just commenting on the play, but that is um, a really part of the narrative so that the, 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 the play is actually the, the characters are sometimes forced to sing or they decide to sing a song uh, because they have it, they are having their power struggles on stage against each other or in support of each other depending on the moment so that's work is something that that works really nicely and there my composer and uh, cellist on team miller uh, who's a, a a friend i've been working with for quite a long time um he's from new york and um he's arranged uh quite a lot of um pop songs from the last 50 years um, into into the show. Okay. And that's really good fun because there, are, of course, you have like Frankie Goes to Hollywood on cello. Right. So or, is there is there a live band uh, performance? It's just, a, cha- it's just, it's a, just cello a cello and a piano. It's just him. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's just him. Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah. it's Shakespeare, but with modern pop music uh, performed by a cello and a, pi and a piano. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It sounds pretty out there. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit. It's just kind of. It's. It's not. A, it's really not a classical show in that sense. But um, it's. It's a bit kind of rough and dirty and edgy, and it's fun. Mm -hmm. I hope. Oh, that was my dog. <laughs> I'm sorry dog about that. In the <laughs> I think that's the first dog we've had on the show. <laughs> Uh, brilliant, but I think that's that's kind of something that that has been in your present in your work um, before this kind of bringing this modernity and edginess to classical plays. Is that right? Um, yeah, I don't do so many classical plays, but yeah, when it happens, or more I, traditional. Yes, theater. yes, yeah. yeah, and and especially the intertextuality is something that I I I just finding more and more that like to bring other either other text bits in or either other references or the kind of just the pop, pop cultural references that then or, or that create an accessibility or an un a different understanding of something that otherwise might not be might not be given if you just stick with whatever 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 is there so there there is a chance for although it makes it messy in a way but um i hope it's a kind of charming mess really which helps a certain understanding and you don't need to understand everything because you know it's the language is so hard to understand anyways and we what we did as well is that we um uh during the rehearsal process we found that it would be really helpful to repeat things for understanding because it's a language that we're not used to so um there's something you have quite a lot of repetition uh or that there's like um that they they pick it up and they change from Luxembourgish into from English into Luxembourgish oh, wow. but it's just saying the same thing so mm -hmm. there is translations but it of course for people who are bilingual it will help them understand because they will get they will get a chance to hear it twice or people that are less whose English is less good they have a chance to get the translation into Luxembourgish but the English is there so it's not a problem for for either of them okay. uh, plus the songs so you know also, which yeah. tell a story as well so it's also adapted with this uh, audience in Luxembourg in mind yes absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. and with uh, with with something in mind where you're like okay well the, the, it's not I mean when you studied in England you have a different accessibility to Shakespeare but even there you know it's not it's not accessible to, to the language is not accessible to everyone mm -hmm. um, because it is very, very complicated. And just just trying to to get through it with the with the actors to really understand what's actually being said and what they mean is it's a it's a it's amazing work. You can like it's it's really interesting to do it, to to do that exercise uh, because it helps the understanding so much and that will help the audience to understand it as well. But then adding other things mm -hmm. on top of it, I think just that's how you can create accessibility and taking the fear of, of having to understand everything. You only get like you, any audience member will only get, will always get uh, from any performance they see what they bring to it as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, you might, you know, you might be in a different mood today and tomorrow and you might see a completely different show. Uh, or something happens, uh, something positive or negative, and will completely influence how you see any show. So, and that's great. Mm. I've had lots of situations where, uh, especially with with, with um, pupils, where after the show we would have like a talk back, and they would ask me a question about. So, what do you what did you mean by this? I was like, well, what did you get for, from it? And they will answer. With and we already had, and we would already have like tons of options of what it could mean. Mm -hmm. 
because it never means just one thing. And then they would add another one that we hadn't even thought of. And that's amazing. I'm just like, wow, this is, this is so great that you saw that in it because we, we never did. But yeah. if it's in there for you, that's amazing. That's like the best. It's the most beautiful compliment you, somebody can give you. Sure, sure. Um, and the cast of the play, are they uh, Luxembourgish actors or? Um, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, so there's Larissa Faber, who is a oh, Luxembourgish we, we actor. Know her. She's, she's, you, we've had her yeah, on the show, she's yeah, a, she's been on the show. Yeah. Uh, um, so who, who, but has got, got a, a, a Britain background uh, because she started in London. And then there's Philippe Thielen, who's, um, who's also Luxembourgish and who. Uh, has done his studies in Germany. And then there's Anthony Miller, who's from the US, uh, who's the cellist. And I do like this this mix of different kind of studying or cultural backgrounds as well in a in a in a cast or in a team, because it adds again to this change of perspective. Because if we're all all the time from the same place, well we can't really reflect on each other so much. And is that something that, um, I guess, as far as I know, there isn't a, like a higher education theatre school in Luxembourg. So you studied in the UK. You mentioned Larissa did as well. Um, does that affect the kind of theatre scene here in Luxembourg? Um, everybody going out to learn. And then, I mean, I guess some people, they don't come back. They probably work in the countries where they studied. Uh, I was talking about this with somebody recently as well about like the fact they're not being an art school in Luxembourg, you know, because an art school really affects the, the, the life of a city. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you think about that? Because for you coming back to Luxembourg to work here with your kind of background in British theatre and everything, um, how did you find that and manage that? I well I in the beginning I thought I was I, I didn't want to come back and um and then I realized when I was away it was like well this is actually the like the best opportunity you can have mm -hmm. to actually have this possibility to do something that would not be that you'd not be able to do anywhere else namely having that kind of absolute mix of cultures of things and it being accepted because it's not something like the play we're doing here that we open tomorrow is that we couldn't do it in Britain. We couldn't. Mm -hmm. It would just not be possible uh, because there's just kind of this expectation again, uh, expectation of how Shakespeare has to be has to be done, and you can't like even having actors play with an accent. It would not be would not be. It just wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. It's not. And it has not been accepted in the past. And I think it's still a long way that, that Britain has to go there. And mm. it's a shame. Yeah, it's I, guess a shame. That, I guess that's something special about Luxembourg is that mix that we have. So seeing that represented on stage is also important. Yes, yes. And it's happening more and more, which is which is great. Uh, also in film, you know, because that it, it, it is a reality. And I think we, sh we, we definitely should play with it. And that's that's fantastic. Okay. Well, it sounds like a great show. Uh, we've actually got some tickets to give away. Yes, we do. Um, Is it two tickets? It's two tickets, two yes. Tickets for, for, any of the, for any of the show. shows. I can give you the date. Sure. So we're going to open tomorrow. That's the 23rd of April. Uh, and then we're going to play on Sunday, 24th at 5 p.m. And then 27th, 28th of April and the 3rd and the 4th of May. So all the shows are at 8 p.m. apart from the 
Sunday show, which is at 5. 5 p.m. Great. So, and if anybody wants to win those tickets, all they have to do is get in touch on 691-353-599. First person to get in touch uh, will get and those bark, tickets. And bark, maybe. And bark like the dog, yeah. What's her name? I don't know. No, she's called Ira. No, Ira. forget about the barking. <laughs> no. But, uh, of course not. <laughs> um, but yeah, a play in English and Luxembourgish and yes. a pretty radical uh, adaptation of Shakespeare's Richard II showing at the Teatro Nacional. Thank you so much for, for coming in to talk Thank to you us for about it today. Me. And uh, best, of, best of luck with the production. Thanks. Uh, I'll make sure to come down and check it out. Nice to meet you.